Podcasting straight from North Carolina is Dr. Jennifer Eichner-Lowry sharing her author journey with you. Jen Lowry writes is a place where amazing things happen for authors and readers together. The Holy Spirit is the ultimate podcast host. Jen is just the bird singing the song. She is a published author, educator, homeschool mama, life coach, and dreamer. Join her on the daily journey of discovering what this writing life is all about. Let's see what she will be led by the Holy Spirit to talk about today. Here's Jen. Thanks for supporting my Jen Lowry Writes podcast. My purpose is to inspire and encourage others to chase after their writing goals with faith and courage. By hitting the support this podcast button and with your monthly contribution of 99 cents, $4.99 or $9.99, you are helping me chase after mine. Welcome to my official author podcast. My name is Dr. Jennifer Lowry, and today I want to talk with you about creating brainstorming lists to help you for not only events that you have coming up, but can serve you throughout the rest of your author career. So yes, lists are powerful. So journaling is also powerful. However, if you have as many journals as I have and you don't remember kind of where you made your list at, and you might have made a list in a book that was maybe a year ago, but you've went through 20, you see the point, right? So I will say, list can now go on spreadsheets or Google Docs, whichever one you prefer, or a Word document that you share out. And here's the key. I'm gonna tell you why I like the Google products. It's because people can write in them in real time and all of that, I understand that not everybody, you know, has been trained on Google or, or knows the Google life. Because before I started with my current school system, we did not even open a Google Drive. I didn't even know what it was. So I had to learn everything from scratch. But once I learned it, man, that junk's the bomb for me. It works for me. But anyway, wherever you're going to put your list at, just make sure you can remember and know how to get to it. And so labeling things appropriately, maybe keeping a book of list for promotions or um, events, maybe having a separate journal for certain things that are color-coded. I mean, however you're going to do it, just make sure you can find it because the point of creating the list is not just for a one-and-done. Um, that's why for example, you've heard me talk about the launch team list. So we have a list. I just make a copy of it. And then now I've got this spreadsheet that I can update, which I did over the weekend. So we've created a list and we brainstormed it together and was on live. And hey, what better way working with K-12 audiences than to get my teachers, to get a mom who also works with her church, get get people that are in the know when it comes to these audiences what would be fun i got children's book authors together and we jumped on a youtube live and we just started saying oh we could do this we could do that let's make a list <laughs> and we legit went on a google doc and just wrote 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 and we had over 50 ideas within that live that we were just rattling off 
Now, I know what you're thinking. Jen's expecting me to do all 50. This girl's crazy. Oh, no. Let, let's refine that thinking. Let's say create a list as long as you can possibly make it. And then choose what events might work for you with one particular month, season, or even book. Because every book naturally builds from ideas, like ideas build naturally from books too, especially if you've got themes and topics that are science or social studies related. I mean, things change in your books and so will your parties, so will your events. But if you have a general list written down, when it comes time to say, hey, all right, we got events coming up in May and they need to be K-12. They need to be all focused around the children's book author world, middle grades, and young adult. So let's go. Let's see what some what are some things we can do once a week to try to not only promote the conference, because the WWJ conference is May 22nd. It is an all-day Jesus and Writing conference where hopefully we'll get some youth, we'll get some young writers hopping in, and then we'll also have some K-12 authors there that can help mentor and support and share ideas and share their journey. And maybe this can be a day of encouragement and inspiration. And so before the May 22nd event, everything from the WWJ group, we, we talked about this, you know, it should highlight K-12 authors within the WWJs. And then, you know, this month we highlight poetry authors. So that's what we've been doing now. Next month, guess what we can highlight? You got it. Kids' books. And we got them. <laughs> we've got Tracy Murdoch, Zoe in Double Trouble. We have got M. Michelle DeRosier, who has written Ruby Bridges. And now her Happy Harper series is coming out in September for Grandparents' Day. So book one of that children's book is coming out. Absolutely beautiful. Got a sneak peek. Got a sneak peek. Not the whole thing, but I got a little sneak peek. And it's beautiful. We have Lenny the Last Lightning Bug. That was written by Allie. Allie Hendricks. She's in our group. We've got Rachel Clark. She wrote The Big Old Bike. Guys, we've got Ann Delview. A Tale of Ashes. It just came out. Then you've got me. Little me me writing children's books too i love my felix felix just came out i'm getting ready to try to promote goal school again and so here we go what can we do we don't have to start from scratch anymore we have a list and of course we just had paint night i think it was on april the first and that night, Tish and I got together. We open up our events to any WWJ that would like to attend up to 10 people. And so, because the stream yard won't hold but 10 people in the studio. But me and Tish were the only ones that did the paint night. And we had the best time. And at the end of the paint night, she was like, okay, we got to do this again. I hope we do it again in May. We need to do kids books. And so that was the first idea that's going to cycle back around because we love us some paint night with the WWJs. That's our thing. So we hope that you can join us. We've already got that one scheduled May 21st, guys. So we hope that you can come along and paint, bring your kids, and y'all have a Friday night pajama party with us while we are painting. So we are going to paint our favorite kids' books and then maybe characters that we have created, and we're going to mash them together. 
So I'm really thinking about how I can honor Kate DiCamillo for this event because she's my favorite children's book author. I was thinking of um, maybe drawing A Tale of Despero and then putting Brinkley Makes Headlines, putting my cloud Brinkley traveling across the sky. So that, my friends, is probably going to be my paint night idea for the end of the month. So May 21st, 7 p.m. Eastern Time, we are going to have our WWJ paint night. And it is going to represent um, our favorite kids' books, kids' characters. All right. Love it. Now, what else are we going to be doing? Oh, I don't know. I mean, it's not all up to me. It will be if I can't get any more ideas from the collective, but with the WWJs, I put it up there in the Facebook group, and I'm like, okay, guys, let's brainstorm some ideas. You can drop them in the comments. We used to have brainstorming sessions where we would hold Google Meets, and people could come in and just share. I have found it within our busiest seasons with Camp Nano going on right now. Instead of me asking my writers to say no let's not write let's do this and that and xyz all the time how about i say hey just drop some ideas and comments because we can get it done that way too and i can add more to the list once the list is done then all we now have to do is go back in and see what we can apply that's doable something that we can make work so we are definitely going to be highlighting the kids book authors throughout the month of april i mean april see i'm in april still out the month of may so you'll be hearing more from them seeing them more online we're going to have tracy and michelle who are going to be presenting at the conference so you guys will get to go and actually hear from their lovely selves uh, but until that time what are some other things that we can do to just celebrate children's work so when you see that shift and you see that focus that's going to be in May, there is a purpose behind that. You know, when when I tell you guys, you know, what are you doing? Why is this an event for you? Go ahead and, you know, why are you podcasting or why are you deciding to write this book? You got to figure out your why. So we know what our month is for May. Why? Because we want to meet more K-12 authors. We want to inspire more youth to write. So hopefully we will be able to do that during the month of May when we funnel all of our events down into that K-12 world. It also gives us a chance to highlight our authors that are working in that specific age range. So that's going to be super fun that we're going to get to honor them. Well, all right, guys. Keep your eyes open. If y'all got any great K-12 ideas for me, you know where I'm going with this, right? <laughs> Send me a message, jenlowrywrites at gmail.com, and I will definitely put it onto the list. So the list is long. The list needs to be reviewed. We need to add to the list for it to be 2021, for maybe it to reflect the conference too. You know, we did Story Seeds in March. We've done Camp Nano National Poetry Month in um, April. We've still got that going on. We're doing live streams. We've got um, the poetry events that we took care of. We've got some of the WWJ interviews releasing this month online. 
and so yeah we got a lot going on and plus I'm planning for the conference behind the scenes and every time I get like today I got a blurb in of the title so that went up and it's out in the world and, and I'm still promoting my own books I'm still editing my own books I'm working through hello words right now and finishing the challenges up I want to have that done by four o'clock today that means for 30 more minutes, that's probably all I'm going to need. But I have to have focused, sustained time. And so today, instead of pulling up that brainstorming list, I'm going to write the challenges. I'm going to get them done. Because I have family betas right now. And I need for them to see all of the challenges in there. So that way, if I need any feedback or correction or change or hooray, then I can get it in real time. So, yes. Four o'clock. You hear that yawn, right? Plus, I have to get groceries. Plus, I have to take Sam to piano. Plus, I have to homeschool. And I say all of that, not for you guys to applaud me, but to let you know if you do things in small little pockets of time, then it's more likely that you can get things done when you have a busy schedule. And mine is a super busy schedule. So, I think I'm going to have to forego the nap today and just push all the tiredness and got, might go home and um, make myself a cup of coffee get a cup of coffee in and um, get right to work and so with that being said I probably won't go live just because I'm only giving myself a 30 minute clock um, before piano and picking up groceries so there would like as soon as I would get on I would almost be like oh got a dip got to get off again so I really like going live when I have more time to be able to commit to having conversations with people and, and then working on my projects. So the four o'clock time is not really um, if I've got other things to do for the day. But I know the list is coming. I want you guys to stay tuned with the calendar. So I made a spreadsheet for the WWJs that has the dates, the times, who's going to be there because we can only have so many in the studio, the links for them to be able to access the studio, and all of that good stuff. So I make that. I make all the banners. I also make the blurbs. I go in and I promote everything. So when we're making events, it's not like, oh, we're going to do this paint night. Okay. No, we, we can't do it like that. I mean, nobody would know about it. We got to do the posters and the StreamYard links, the logins. We got to go in and set everything up. We got to share it all out, put it on blogs, and put it up on social media sites. So that way, you know, we can have fellowship with other people. The point of doing the events is to hope that someone comes. So we're hoping that we can draw in families, youth, and other K-12 authors just to come out and have a good time and have something to look forward to during the month. So the calendar is created on canva.com. I just found me a pretty butterfly template with the flowers and put that together really quickly. And it has all the links on it. And so the calendar was sent out to my newsletter subscribers so that way they could just click in the calendar if they wanted to see where I was for the month. So I do think that it's important, even with the, you know, the virtual world that we live in, is just to let people know where you're going to be. You know, if you're going to be on someone's podcast, or if you're going to be on a video, or if you're doing lives, whatever, create yourself a calendar, share that out with all of your readers, 
and your connections so that way they can kind of see you and then of course if you got some kind of opportunity that comes up jump in there do it of course do it but then try to promote it too try to let other people know that you're doing it and try to share it out so i will say the events are great the lists are are wonderful because now i can just go back to that same list and just add to it and then pick from it but also the calendar is wonderful because it gives me that snapshot it gives me the visual of where i'm going and it let it allows me to then share out some more content with my readers and my newsletter list to say if you guys want to connect with me online i'm going to be holding this paint night i'm going to be having whatever x y and z so looking forward to um to all of that uh, for the month of May. So I would really hope that um, you guys follow my channels at Jen Lowry Writes. I'm on Facebook a lot. Um, that's pretty much my number one place where I start at, so that Facebook author page. I have an Instagram that I then share from Facebook. So it's um, Jen Lowry Writes there. Then I move it over to Twitter, and then I have a LinkedIn. So, I have all of those in place with a Pinterest and a YouTube, you guys know. Um, so, just follow me everywhere under the sun and share it out. And then you guys can check out what we're doing, what I'm doing with the WWJs, and just, you know, how I'm trying to help promote their work as best that I can. All right, guys. I hope y'all have a blessed one. All right. Bye. So I challenge you today to go out there and write something inspiring and share it with the world. Thanks for joining me on Jen Lowry Writes. You guys have a blessed day.